If I could describe to give my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanca. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanco, and you already know I'm excited because you decided to tune in. I always have to express my level of gratitude for those who are tuning in. You know, if this is your first time, welcome to the Get My Life Tour. If you are coming back for a three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twenty-two peat. Given that this is episode 22 of the Get My Life Tour, welcome back. I am so glad that you decided to tune in. Look, I cannot believe this is episode 22. And last week I told you that I could not believe that it was already December. Ah, where is time going? You all, we have been live since July of this year. So that makes us, what, five months into the Get My Life Tour and every moment of it has been incredible. I actually started this journey around this time last year. I was home right after the Christmas holiday and I connected with Dr. Akila Kaday, who was actually the first guest on the Get My Life Tour, and we spoke about remaining whole in broken spaces. Still one of the top episodes of the Get My Life Tour to this day, which is so dope. So shout outs to Akila, Change Kaday, and remaining whole in broken spaces. So after a year of planning and conversations, and actually five months later, here we are on the 22nd stop of the Get My Life Tour. And on this stop of the tour, I really want to be able to recap what my experience has been like thus far, what it is that I'm looking forward to, and just go over what I've learned as I have taken center stage with others and as I've taken center stage by myself. So before I go into each and every stop on the tour, I just want to, you know, start by saying that I am so grateful that I decided to actually launch this podcast. Like I said, it was a year in the making and the Get My Life Tour, I've been on tour for quite some time now, two years going into my third. And I feel like I'm really at that place of transition again, but I had to make a conscious decision about being heard and using my voice, which was really a difficult decision for me to make because I've been so used to being in the background. When I recorded the episode, Getting Back to the Dreams of Your Childhood, I really spoke about how I've always wanted to be a host and have my own TV show and was so lively and always in someone's face. Nothing has changed, but over the years, I did become discouraged. And that's what that episode was all about, right? I guess I am going to go over each of them, but intertwine it into the conversation, okay? It's just so that's not really um, robotic. Okay, so... As I was saying, I always wanted to do this, but, you know, by playing it small, 
I ended up in the background. Now, I did great things in the background, right? But I think it's important to acknowledge that at some points in my life, I began to play it small because I thought it would be easier to just produce and go hard and make other people feel good or look good by shining the light on them and not on myself. So like I said, it was a very difficult decision for me to actually say, okay, you know what? Let me get this microphone. Let me use the skills and the resources that I already have and take people on tour with me. But a year later, I am so glad that I did, y'all. It has been so rewarding. Being able to share my thoughts and insights, as well as taking center stage with others who lend their expertise, you know, every other week has been an incredible experience. And I cannot, you know, do this by myself. When first launching this podcast, my sister was like, okay, this is something that you are going to do. Y'all know I talk about my sister Ashley a lot. And she was like, I'm buying you this microphone because you need to do it. And I was like, "Mm, okay, well, that That is exactly what I need, a microphone. You are right. So she bought me the microphone and I looked at it. I was doing all this research and finally ordered it. And I was like, okay, I have the microphone. I actually have to do something with it. So for the longest time, I would actually record voice memos on my cell phone to get an idea of what it is that I would sound like because for so long, I was afraid of my own voice. But beyond my fears of what I sound like, I knew that I wanted to be heard. You know, I still have um, this idea and vision for actually taking center stage. Now with the Get My Life Tour, I'm manifesting having my own show and what that would look like, you know, on the interwebs, YouTube and all that good jazz. And I'm so glad that I have a support system, right? I say that I can't do this podcast without, you know, my support system, because it is so true. Literally the act of having this microphone purchased for me because it was something that I needed, Um, you know, flying to the East, you know, from the East coast to the West coast and back and in the South and having conversations with people, I've been able to massage my network and get the support that I need. And others have taken note of what I've done and notice of what I've done and said, Hey, let me support you. Hey, how can I be a part of that? Hey, let me root for you because this is something that I know you are supposed to be doing. So that has most definitely been super encouraging, inspiring and rewarding for me, as well as you all tuning in each and every week. Cannot do it without you. I mean, I can speak into this microphone, you feel me, and record this podcast, but if you don't listen, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. So I really appreciate you. Recording this podcast also means a lot to me because I get to be myself. You know, I show up as myself wherever I go, but at times I feel like I have to compartmentalize because everybody cannot handle me at my highest vibration, right? And here on the Get My Life Tour, as I am getting my life, my being like the operative word, right? Life as well, right? Um, It feels so good to just be who I am authentically with you all and have that be received. Being authentic and being transparent is something that I pride myself on and being able to show up this way with you all here on the Get My Life Tour and every day in my life is most definitely something that feels good to be able to put in practice. You know, I feel like oftentimes people use these words and they don't really get to exercise what these words actually mean in their daily lives. So every week I show up here with you all and I'm just like so excited to just give you all 
who I am. You know what I'm saying? There's no fronting, not doing any of this for clout. I just really appreciate being able to use my voice, share insight and be who I am and give you all an invitation, you know, to my journey and go on tour with me. Quite honestly, this podcast is a huge part of my sense of agency and being able to share who I am, my experiences, and, you know, my life's journey with you all is key, right? There's someone waiting to hear from you. Um, And I'm not saying that just for myself, but I believe that there is someone waiting to hear from you as well. I think sometimes we hoard our experiences and our gifts, and we really don't think that someone needs to hear from us because they can hear from someone else. But you being created uniquely as you are by the most high is something that is divine is something that is you know not to be taken lightly and you know for so long I was like oh it's gonna be just another podcast because there's so many podcasts and I'm a late adapter and I'm typically an early adapter and I've been thinking about this and I should do it and now I have what I need but I don't have the time all these things right all these excuses and all these other reasonings and Um, things that just come to mind that are not pure in thought, um, will hold you back. But knowing that someone needs to hear from me and the people who I like selectively choose to be on this tour is key and is really important. With that being said, the Get My Life Tour is a how through podcast and community. And I am so grateful that that is what it is and it has become you know I think about the industry that I'm in and I'm like everybody and a mama just can't be on tour and you know while I just said that someone needs to hear from you I believe in um quality over quantity right so on this tour it is really key for me to be mindful of who it is that I allow to take center stage on this platform, Um, not because I have, you know, this desire to be controlling or, you know, tell people no or stick it to them. No, it's because you tune in and listen with an intent to get through, right? And you are also listening with your heart and with your ear gates, you have to be very careful to what it is that you tune into. And for that reason, I'm very selective on who joins me on the Get My Life Tour. And it is to be appreciated so that we can have quality control, but also because, you know, this is not something that I take lightly. And I can't be playing with y'all's lives. Like, I'm going to have to answer, you know what I'm saying, to the most high. And I'm like, oh, so what would you remember on episode 473 when you said, look, let me tell you something. That's not a conversation I'm trying to have. I'm also trying not to get checked out here in these streets because, what I'm producing is trash. Um, so I say all of that to say that I appreciate each and every woman who has been on this podcast. And I've gotten a lot of questions about whether or not I am going to open the stage to men. The question has come so many times. I just hit the mic, my bad, y'all. The question has come so many times. And I'm just like, yes, yes, there is always space for men on the Get My Life Tour. There are men who tune in and I'm grateful for y'all. And there are a number of men who I actually have in mind for um, guests. 
here on tour. I just think that it is really my duty to make sure that the men who take center stage are of a certain caliber and have healthy relationships with the people, especially women in their lives before they take center stage. Um, I'm a person who is, you know, all about energy and vibration and all those things. And I'm not saying that men are trash. That is not what I'm saying. I love men. Shout outs to all the men in my life who are a positive force. What I'm saying though, is that oftentimes we experience men as experts and thought leaders and so on and so forth. And it is difficult to receive things from certain men certain information, right? I don't think that's just like my personal bias or anything like that. I honestly think that men have to do a better job of listening to women, right? Um, But yo, dudes, you who tune in, let me know what you think. Hit me up on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, wherever we are on social media and let me know. Um, I can think about one person's response right now. So I'm kind of like ah, a little nervous about that. But um, look, I think it's important to have a male perspective and voice and men most definitely have get my life tours too. I know a few who are on them right now. Like I said, I just want to be very mindful of the men who I invite. Um, just like, you know, men who have male focused platforms are very intentional and mindful of who they allow to speak to their engaged listeners. So I just want to make sure that I'm mindful of that too. But look, in 2020, I'm most definitely looking forward to having some incredible men on this platform who I will be able to engage with and take center stage with, and we will all be able to learn from. So shout outs to all the men tuned in and any man who's listening, who is interested in being on tour with us. Hey, hit me up. Let me know. Okay, so I don't want to go too much longer without actually recapping a number of the episodes that have been highlights for me here on the tour. So let's just jump right into it. You know, I can't believe in July I started this podcast with just an intro and the first stop on the tour (laughs) named This Sounds Like Lydia to the Stage. I most definitely got that from Cardi. This sound like Cardi to the stage. Hey, this sound like Cardi with the braids. Okay, look. I like Cardi B clearly, but I did not realize that that episode was so short. It is 12 minutes. No, it's actually nine minutes and 12 seconds. Hello, dyslexia. And I, um, I could not, I was afraid of getting close to the microphone. I wasn't sure how I sounded or if my introduction was going to be strong enough. I was really Excited, but also afraid to actually record that episode. And I think I recorded it like literally like nine or 10 times because I just was not sure. And it was something that I actually was very proud of when I actually finished because I was like, okay, look, it's been a while. I have not done this since college, but I actually just want to get it done. And I did. So This sounds like Lydia to the stage was most definitely like the first stop on the tour. And I'm so glad that you've been rocking with me since. Okay, so on the first official episode with a guest, I spoke with Dr. Akila Kadeh, as I mentioned earlier on the stop on the tour. And we spoke about remaining whole and broken spaces and how to practice wellness in the workplace. That was such an incredible 
conversation is so interesting because every few years I feel like I'm in transition and I'm most definitely at that point in my life again. And on that stop, we were able to talk about what it is like to literally be broken down in the workplace because everything around you is toxic. So remaining whole and broken spaces was a conversation that I needed to have. And I'm so grateful that I was able to have it with Dr. Kaday because she had a very similar experience and she overcame that and turned it into an actual business. Akila Kaday is so dope. And if you are looking for tools and resources to implement into your strategy in the workplace, especially if you are in a toxic work environment, I really encourage you to check out that stop on the tour. So the next stop on the tour was my second solo episode where I took center stage and I spoke about getting back to the dreams of your childhood. Oh my goodness. That was one of my my most vulnerable stops on the tour yet. I really spoke about little Lydia and I always become emotion filled when speaking about little Lydia because for so long I like just tucked her away and grew up and matured and really didn't want much to do with her because of all of the hurt and trauma and just, you know, experiences that were not um, favorable, in my opinion, that were associated with her. On that stop, I talked about loquacious Lydia. Um, I spoke about wanting to do what I'm doing now and how I became discouraged along the way. I won't go too much into that because I already really digged deeply into it on that stop of the tour. And I spoke about it, you know, a little earlier on this stop. But if you are looking for ways to get back to the little girl or little guy inside of you, I encourage you to tune in to that stop on the tour. Okay. So I couldn't believe it when I actually had someone reach out to me to interview Miko Branch, who is the co-founder and CEO of Miss Jessie's. I am an owner of her book and I owned her book prior to speaking with her. I had a t-shirt that said Miss Jessie's and I actually used her red bag as a lunch bag for the longest time. And I actually just got rid of it because it had been sitting at my desk for so long. But the opportunity came about to interview her and I said, hey, how about to get my life tour? And her PR person said, actually, yes. And I said, wait, what? This was the first time that I was actually booking some woman with great statue and or stature, excuse me, um, in power on my podcast. And I could not believe that so early on, on what would be the third episode of the Get My Life Tour that I would have Miko Branch join me on the tour. God is good. And I most definitely know I am deserving of such greatness here on this platform. But I was really surprised by her yes, because I had not launched the podcast. I told her what it was about and what it was that I was aiming to do, my level of expertise and the stories that I wanted to tell in I was told that this is something that she most definitely would love to be a part of. And we made it happen on that stop. She really talked about having the courage to get back up after failures, failures in business, heartbreaks, loss. Um, and I could not believe how transparent she was. You know, it was an incredible experience speaking to Miko Branch. And I am most definitely.
wholeheartedly grateful for her her support you know at the end she shared some really kind words and I was like oh my gosh is that what you really think of me and it just made me feel so good right so as I share that with you I encourage you to be more bold in your approach right if someone's saying hey how about this tell them, Hey, how about that? You know, there are so many people who come to, will come to you and ask you for things and maybe they do not know what to ask you for. And that's exactly why they're asking you for something else. But if you are bold, um, and you come correct, you may receive exactly what it is that you want, but you didn't think you could have because you were afraid to ask. I'm so glad that in that moment, I wasn't afraid to ask for her to be on this podcast because that's how much I believe in it. And I'm so glad that she said yes and was extremely supportive. Miko, thank you to you. Every time I think about what it is that I want to talk about, I always want to answer questions that I've had for so long that went unanswered, you know, life. And those are some of the ways that I formulate what it is that I want to speak about because I'm so curious. Oh my gosh, I'm so curious. Right. So we've talked about putting um, authenticity into place and being who you say you are, which is extremely important. I'm a big person on integrity. Right. Also acknowledging others as an act of gratitude and one of my favorites, loosening your grip and learning when to let go. So just to recap this stop on a tour a little bit. Oh my gosh, I had a traumatic experience on MTA, um, which many people living in New York have had, but I actually met a gentleman who was homeless by helping him, but the process of getting to know him, oh my gosh, it was so tragic. So long story short, I was on the platform waiting for the one train in 96th street to go uptown. And I saw a man who looked like he struggled, you know, with his mental wellness and was homeless, trying to figure out how he was going to get all his things, all of his belongings onto the train. And he got one cart and the second cart on, well, he got two carts of three on the train. And when he was attempting to put the third one on the man who was holding the door, let the door go let the door go. And during that time, the man got caught in the train. He let go. I was rushing frantically to get him his, his belongings. And I pulled them off the train and decided I was going to go try to find him. But when I was about to go down, he was actually coming back uptown. So I saw him, prayed with him, blessed him with, you know, what I had. And I began to wail. Okay. I, in that moment, relived a lot of emotions that I felt before. Um, A lot of things came back to me and I was just overwhelmed with emotion. I literally broke down in the train station and had to walk to Harlem because I just could not get on the train and just get myself together for a long time. So what I learned on that platform, on the train, then on the platform again, as I walked home, was to loosen your grip. You know, there's so much that we think that we have to hold on to and we end up losing so much. And had that man continued to hold on, trying to, you know, gain possession of his belongings, he was going to literally lose his life. Um, So I learned so much. That episode was September 16th. And 
Oh my gosh. If you want to hear a heartwarming story, tune into that episode, but also, you know, be prepared to have your heartstrings, you know, pulled at. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. So, oh my gosh, another favorite episode of mine. I probably am really in your ears, so I'm going to back up a little bit. Okay. My bad. But another favorite episode of mine was with my sister. Oh my goodness. Talk about being vulnerable. So I knew at some point that I wanted to have a conversation with my sister here on the Get My Life Tour because We've essentially been on tour our entire lives together. We're three years apart. She's dope. And we've been through so much life together. So I knew that I wanted to have her on the tour. And for me, it's so important to include my sister in a number of things that I do because she has been there. She has been supportive. She has invested. She has listened, taken time you know, to really pour into me and be there for me. And I think it's important to say that when... People are giving you their all. It is important for you to notice and recognize that. I think sometimes we just go throughout life expecting people to do what they do and be who they are to you and take that for granted. And that is one of the worst things that you can do in life. You have to be mindful of how you treat people and be a steward of the relationships that you are in friendships and relationships too. I say that all the time, but when people take care of you, you have to take care of them. Right. And it's so interesting because some people are like, Oh, Lydia, you're a little celebrity and this and this and that. And you're doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, yo, I am regular, regular Lydia, chill out with all of that noise. And let me be great without commentary. Right. And my sister is one of those people who allows me to be great without commentary, unless it's constructive criticism, tough love or whatever else that she needs to get me in check. Um, and I say all of that to say that it is important to bring people along with you who have always been rocking with you, you know, loyalty, Yes, but commitment is more important than that. And I didn't want this Get My Life Tour to be so much about me that I couldn't put the people on, you know, put people on who I love, especially the ones who are closest to me later in the game. I think oftentimes we think that we can't put our loved ones on until we get to a certain point. And that's trash. It's complete trash. Um, If you ask me, I'll tell you that's trash. So it was important for me to bring Ashley on early because, you know, we've been through some very tough and unique situations in life. And us being able to speak about it publicly most definitely was therapeutic. And when I um, heard people's feedback of that stop on the tour, they really shared how it resonated with them. And how our relationship ups and downs have been inspiring for them or is inspiring to them. So shout outs to Ashley. Um, You know, I can't imagine life without her. I don't want to. And I'm so grateful for her. Most definitely grateful. We get on each other's nerves a lot. I mean, a lot like 21 Savage. But I wouldn't trade her in for the world, okay? So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Shout out to you, Ashley. Love you, girl. 
So with the Get My Life Tour and over the last year and a half, I pledged and committed to myself to becoming more visible. And it was important for me because I do want certain things in life and for my career, relationally, all these things. And I realized, like I said, playing it small and playing in the background was not helping me get closer to my dreams. And I was able to actually lead a really cool conversation earlier this year about visibility with some really, you know, heavy hitting women in their industries. And as I moderated that conversation, I was like, it is time. You know, I'm always on IG stories or posting with Love Lydia Wednesday um, post and sharing my journey behind the scenes at different events and when I go attend, whatever. But I was like, no, I need to actually be more intentional. Um, And there's so much that comes with being visible, y'all. People think they know you, know you. I'm like, wow, I've given you insight, um, but you aren't really familiar, right? Or you really don't know. Um, There are people who will watch you under a microscope. There are great things like opportunities that come with that. But you have to really be intentional about how it is that you are going to show up how you want to be perceived and seen um, and everything else that comes with that when being visible. I was able to talk about that a little bit and um, it was something that really um, gave me a different perspective on visibility and it helped others as well. So shout outs to everyone who tuned into that stop with the tour. Another favorite of mine y'all was the man of your dreams plus one. Oh, <sighs> I have to take a deep breath. Okay, so on this stop, I kicked it with my homegirl and sister friend, Elise Patterson, who is so dope. She is an entrepreneur. She is an events professional, and she is also a bonus mom. And she is, you know, a 30-something-year-old vibrant woman who never saw herself as a stepmother, and now she is. And it is incredible. I always have so many questions about what it is like to be in a relationship with a man who has a child. Um, And I've teetered those lines before, and I'm like, "Mm, I'm not sure. Girl, I don't know if that's really for me. Yeah, if I feel like if they close to my height and can talk back, I can take them. But I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a child. Maybe not. Do I want to deal with the mother of this child? Uh, hopefully she's kind. I'm not sure. Are there mixed emotions? Does he still want to be with her? You know, all these thoughts that come to your mind. I think it's natural when dealing with someone who may have a child. And for me, it was important um, in my decision making, right, to really speak with someone who has had that experience, but has had a different experience than the ones I'm used to hearing about. I think we all hear the baby mama, baby daddy drama stories and are just like completely turned off by that and are like, that's something I'm not going to deal with. But in the case of speaking with Elise, her story is so beautiful. The way that she speaks about her relationships and now her marriage, being a stepmom, being in relationship with her husband and her daughter. I mean, it was such a hmm. It was such an insightful conversation. I mean, that most definitely was an episode where tears were flowing on both sides and I had to give her a virtual hug. But if you're curious about what it's like to be in a relationship with someone who has a child, I would encourage you to tune in. Even if 
is something that you're still not interested in pursuing, listen to Elise's take on that because I think it might just might just do something for you. Okay, so in the interest of time, I'm not going to re- recap each and every stop on the tour, but I'm going to just give you a few more of my favorites and I may give you more than a few. So don't get all technical with me. Okay. Um, so how to have non-negotiable confidence and build authentic intelligence. Ooh, this was a really interesting stop on a tour with Fancy. She is someone who is a mover, a shaker, a doer, and so much more. When you see her, she probably will have you stop dead in your tracks because she always looks dressed. She's always dressed to the nines, okay? I mean, head to toe is like, who is that, right? But her personality coupled with that is just an incredible um, experience because she's so well-versed on you know, how it is that you should be moving in your personal life, but also professionally, right? So on this stop, we got into confidence and authenticity and how they are so complex. And, you know, while being and becoming are synonymous, um, the journey is not always as simple as many of it us would like for it to be, right? So we got into that a little bit. So we talked about what it takes to have unshakable confidence and pursue your best life in a fearlessly authentic way. We also talked about, you know, her journey to becoming fancy five. Her name is Lisa, right? But no one really calls her Lisa because she's so fancy. So she spoke about that journey a bit on the stop of the tour. But you know what? I encourage you to listen to it because confidence is so key. And I think so many of us are lacking in that department because of so many things that happen to us in life. And it's okay. But if you want to get your life, want to get your confidence up, go tune into that stop of the tour, okay? I honestly have to say that one of the most heartwarming stops on the tour has been with my sore Natasha Benjamin. And we spoke about her journey as a woman right but as a young woman who is a caregiver for her father who is fighting for his life right so we spoke about what it means to be a daddy's girl and having the faith to live in love while grieving grieving is something that I have been the idea of grieving right has been something that I have been really interested in for so long I have lost so many people in life and especially in my teenage years you know gun violence and things of those natures in my neighborhood or just people being incarcerated as as well right um grief it is oh grief is something that we do not talk about in the black community at all honestly I feel like so much happens in society and you're like oh if you'd like to speak to someone come talk to the school. No, 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 no. I don't think we talk about grief enough. Um, and I don't think that we honestly talk about what it means to be a caregiver enough. I think so many people do it and it is what it is, what is expected of them. But to speak about what you're actually going through as you give, um, so much of your time and love and attention to someone else is something that we don't talk about, you know? So on that stop of the tour, We had a very intimate conversation about her being a caregiver for her superhero, who was her father. And she really opened up about the faith and support that is required when caring for a loved one, choosing life and the grieving process of having to let go. I was blown away by her openness and her 
ability to be so vulnerable and transparent. Natasha, you are incredible. I also have to plug that Natasha actually has a new podcast with her cousin. It is called Uncupid and it is available on Spotify and iTunes. So check that out. It is important to support your friends. Okay. And I would love for you to check it out. Okay. So Uncupid, it is about love in raw form, our ideas about relationships and, um, you know, divine love from the most high. So check that out. Uncupid by Natasha Benjamin and her cousin. Okay. Um, so look, that was an incredible stop on the tour. And just to give y'all one more, I think I will go over. It's time to go the distance for yourself and by yourself. I went on a road trip to North Carolina in October and I decided I was going to go by myself after being so undecided about whether or not I was going. And when I decided to actually go, everything fell into place. And I was so surprised. You know, I had grace on the road and traveling mercies. I'm so grateful for that because, you know, it's a lot going on in America. And I was really intimidated by the idea of being a black woman on the road by myself. Black women are so invisible in society. So I was really nervous about you know, all the possibilities of things that could go wrong and not being seen, not being visible. Thank God. Um, I had traveling mercies, you know, I was able to connect with so many different people, but be seen in a different light by myself. That was really what that episode and that stop on the tour was about. You know, I think so many of us want to be so connected and have our, you know, groups of, um, friends and support systems and entourages, whatever it may be, right? But I honestly believe that we are perceived differently when we go the distance for and by ourselves. You know, you're just seen differently. The way that people engage with you, depending on who it is that you really have in your in your circle, you will notice when you go some places by yourself that you are received differently. And that may be something that puts who is in your circle into perspective. It most definitely did for me. And I am just so glad that I had that experience. And I had so many revelations while I was actually on the road to and from North Carolina. I couldn't believe that I actually did that drive by myself. I've done it with um, friends. I've done it like, I don't know, three or four times. I think it may be four times. A wedding, Jiho last year, Jiho this year my birthday. Wow. Okay. So four times. Um, but this was the first time that I did it by myself. And just like I said, so many things were put into perspective. Um, look y'all, I am so glad. I'm so glad that I am able to share my journey, um, and be on tour with you all. I am looking forward to so much in 2020. Like everyone's talking about 2020 and counting down the amount of days we have left in this decade. But I am truly grateful that I followed my heart, that you tune in and listen with your heart and that you are on tour with me. But most importantly, you are on tour for yourself. You know, the my in life, I feel like are the the key words in the title, the get my life tour, right? It is mine. It is my life. 
It is yours. It is your life. And the fact that you decide to spend some of your life with me is so dope. I'm grateful um, for this opportunity. You know, in 2020, like I said, I'm looking forward to having male guests or men join me on this, you know, podcast, us on this podcast, us on the tour, right? I am excited to share video elements of the Get My Life tour. So I want you all to be able to tune in in a different way. So I'm looking forward to adding the visual component of the Get My Life tour to this podcast. I most definitely am interested in doing a number of things, some that I actually do not want to share so that it can actually be a surprise. Nevertheless, great things coming in 2020. And I just have to share this quote. It's not really my mic drop moment, but it is my favorite Nike quote. And I hope that it inspires you. And it is yesterday you said tomorrow. Whenever I begin to procrastinate or I think about why I shouldn't do something and it has been on my heart for a while, that quote is something that really comes to the front of my mind. Yesterday you said tomorrow. I have had so many of those moments in life. And, you know, when I think about my mic drop moment, it's why not? Why not? It's it's a question to you. Why not? I want you to ask yourself that the next time you think about not doing something or not pursuing something or not going for what it is that you want, why not? Um, so with that being said, get out your own way. You feel me on this tour, you got to show up for yourself and you have been, and I'm so grateful that you are on tour with me. Shout outs to you. Look, it has been 40 minutes and I didn't think it would run this long, but I appreciate your ear. I appreciate your undivided attention. Look, we are available on nine listening platforms. Be sure to share the Get My Life Tour with someone who needs to come on tour with us. Follow, you know, the Get My Life Tour on Instagram, Twitter, join the Facebook community, the Get My Life Tour backstage, and actually log on to the getmylifetour.com and subscribe for the newsletter that will be launching in 2020 as we get our lives. It has been real. And I literally cannot thank you enough. I think I say thank you each and every stop of the tour. And it is because my level of gratitude for you tuning in is extremely high. Thank you again. And I will see you all on January 6th. Monday, January 6th is when the next episode of the Get My Life Tour will release. I believe in rest. And I'm going to do that and take a little teeny weeny break. But we are going to be back with some heavy hitters, okay? Run and tell your mama and them, okay? So January 6th, Monday, January 6th is when the Get My Life Tour will be back. Until then, be blessed. Enjoy your holiday season. Love on somebody, love on yourself.